So why did the province overrule Vancouver City Council when it comes to the budget for the Vancouver Police Department? Well, it's a bit complicated, but that's why we have Vaughn Palmer from the Vancouver Sun to help us put it all into perspective. Good morning, Vaughn. Good morning, Simi. Okay, so how does this work? Well, uh, the Police Act in British Columbia allows um, the Director of Police Services for the province to make sure uh, that police services are adequate in BC in municipalities and um, police boards local are allowed to appeal to the uh, director of police services if they think uh, city council has shortchanged policing services. So this independent regulator in effect uh, takes a look and says, yeah, you're right in this case and puts the money back. Um, interesting to hear the Public Safety Minister, Mike Farnworth, weighing in on this yesterday, and he said, it wasn't me. I didn't do it. It's in the law. It's subject to independent review. The police board used that option. And in this case, the director of police services said, yeah, you shouldn't have cut the budget by, what is it, $5.7 million? And he put the money back. Right. But there seems to be still quite a bit of dispute uh, about this. I mean, there yeah. there seems to be some question as to why the province can even have a mechanism to do this. Well, uh, it's in the law, so that's where it is. And the provincial government is reviewing the Police Act right now. Legislature committee is reviewing it. So if, you know, the recommendations out of that review by a legislature committee is remove this power, um, they will remove it. But, you know, it was a perfectly legal process, and it's happened. Uh, It is possible to appeal that to seek judicial review. That may happen, so it may not be the final word on it. But I think in the long run, the more likely course would be, if you don't like it, change the law. Um, I will say, however, Simi, that, you know, and I've been been especially listening to, because I don't live in Vancouver, the excellent coverage on your show and on NW about public safety issues in Vancouver, I'd like to suggest to the hand-ringers on Vancouver City Council that uh, the Director of Police Services did them an enormous favor because this defund the police movement that's out there is blowing up in their faces. I think this is going to be a popular decision with the public of Vancouver because uh, the council is now going to be able to say, hey, well, we have put more money into police services. Um, I just think, again, I follow this issue carefully because uh, I follow it all the way down the West Coast. Portland's dealing with it, Seattle, San Francisco, Los Angeles. And in all those cities, there's a huge backlash against this defund the police movement. So I think this is a popular decision with the public. I think it will help solve the problem of public safety in Vancouver and council in Vancouver and the mayor can grumble all they want but privately I think they should go hey somebody did us a favor here we're off the hook on defunding the police. I did notice it really does depend on the councillor. A couple of councillors didn't like this and said they didn't like the interference but the mayor himself said very little about this uh, yeah, he was careful. Yeah, eh? he was very, very careful. And no, maybe it, the FIFA announcement helps to explain why. Well, you know, the mayor has been busy repositioning himself on this issue. And, you know, his old lie, he's dropped the line about, hey, I feel safe walking around the seat, the street. You know, you're not the problem, sir. Uh, that You're not the person who feels unsafe. Um, so I think the mayor is, uh, you know, he's been in politics a long time. He senses the political landscape on this issue. Um, he did throw out, and and this is the number that uh, is being used in the coverage, that 
$5.7 million will be taken out of the reserves. The city has some cash on hand. Uh, it's been worked out that it would mean a 1% increase in property taxes. I don't think the city is going to do that in an election year, so it'll come out of the reserves. I do comment on the irony, Simi, that on the same day as there was all this hand-wringing over $5.7 million for police services, the city is throwing $5 million yeah. into the kitty to attract uh, FIFA soccer. Now, I know that money is spread over a number of years, but still you go, hey, if you can find $5 million for a bunch of soccer games, you should be able to find $5.7 million to give the police the proper level of funding to preserve public safety at a time when it's out there for good reason that people feel threatened in parts of the city. I think that is very, very true. Just the, the irony of those two things back to back, I thought, did, yeah. did politicians not see this? Do they not see the irony yeah. of this? Yeah, well, those of us on Irony Watch uh, are regularly satisfied by the way <laughs> these things come along, and we go, oh, the gods like are the on gift. our side today. Yeah. We just have to, uh, you know, it was the old line, uh, I think Will Rogers who said, uh, I don't tell jokes, I just watch the politicians and report the facts. So there <laughs> so, you go. So true. So there's that one. Let's also talk about this uh, t- time change daylight saving issue, because I think, Vaughn, it seemed to me that yesterday, with the news that the U.S. Senate had passed, Senator Murray's legislation, it came as a bit of a surprise. It did come as a bit of a surprise that the U.S. Senate can pass anything in a day, although remember they did uh, target the uh, B.C. cruise industry in a day a while back, and that caused a few problems. So once in a while, they're able to act with a single voice. Um, I I loved the press release from the Premier. It came out immediately. Not often is John Horgan on the same page as the U.S. Senate, but in this case, he celebrated it and said, hey, you know, it's coming. It's coming. It's a done deal. The B.C. public's behind us. Um, I think your early round of calls this morning, Simi, and the email that I got yesterday tells me this is not settled at all. It's not settled at all. All the premier claims 93% support for going to permanent daylight saving in BC, but the premier is citing a public consultation that never offered the BC public the option exactly. of going to permanent standard. Exactly, time. and you're hearing on the radio this morning. You're getting the calls. I'm getting the email. Why people with People whose kids will have to walk to school in the dark. People who have to work outdoors uh, in the morning are going, I don't want to do this in the dark. So I don't think it's a settled issue at all. And I know it's quibbling, Simi, but may I just say it is not daylight saving. You're not saving anything. You're not creating (laughs) daylight. You're shifting where it is during the day. Thank you. If you want longer days, move south (laughs) in the winter uh, or move north. I, you know, Arctic Circle's got lots of daylight uh, in the summertime. Uh, I wonder, you know, it's well, anyway, I wonder if the premier knows that about the, the lack of options and the actual debate about which one to go with. And if you'll just wait, like if, if California, Washington, Oregon all decide one thing, BC would say, well, we have no choice. Look at, they've already decided we got to go with what they've they've done. 
That's true. I mean, if you ask people if they find it annoying to reset their clocks twice a year, I think you get a pretty strong response. Yeah, it's kind of annoying, right? And, you know, I, don't, I don't like it, right? And, and that's where the premier has focused his attention. But I think they deliberately didn't include the permanent standard time option in the consultation with the public because they knew they'd probably get a three-way split, right? I mean, people would exactly. say, yeah, I don't like changing the clocks. Okay, we, we're there, right? Okay, now, which option do you like the best? Well, as I said, you, we don't really know how many people support the standard time option because we, they were never asked. And the other thing is, of course, uh, if you ask point blank, well, do you think kids should have to walk to school in the dark in the morning? Well, no. You know, would you like more time in the evening for school sports? Sure. You know, you do realize you can't have both in the wintertime. No, they don't, Vaughn. Nobody realizes that they don't. Uh, Thank you so much for that. Bye-bye, Cindy.